0: Breakfast slash lunch,
1: beans, garlic bread. (laughs) Do you know what I saw yesterday? The most obedient dog and lazy woman. There was this. I was in Croydon, Uh trying to get out of Croydon, Mm -hmm. which my sat i've decided. I know. I'm going to get you out of Croydon by going through central London. That sounds like a ball ache. I um almost killed myself. Uh, Just such stress. London is so stressful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And by central London, I mean, I was about a stone's throw away from the fucking Apollo. Excellent. Central London. I was like, why have you done this? I'm trying to go to Slough, for fuck's sake. (laughs) I literally was trying to get to Slough, and that was the route it took me. I was like, why didn't you just send me back? But anyway, now I know. Ignore, ignore. But there was a dog without a lead. I deduced it was the woman a few Mm -hmm. feet behind her who was the owner but it was carrying a tin of baked beans in its mouth that's incredible it was amazing that is incredible it was amazing own brand she couldn't afford Heinz (laughs) but she can afford to get clearly looking at this woman she did not train this dog Uh someone else did to do shopping
0: apparently I hope it was I imagine itself. it's more likely that the dog has realised that this woman is incapable of looking after herself or me. I need to be the sensible adult in this relationship. But the thing is, she was carrying bags of shopping. I was like, what was I thought more can You of... almost just said she was carrying a badger. No, no, no. Maybe it was the dog's beans. Maybe the dog picked out the beans. <laughs> maybe. I'm like, okay, maybe, go, I'm going was... to assume the dog's name was George. Probably wasn't, but that's the assumption I'm going to make. It, it, I can see it. It was like a... Uh bull terrier type business so i could george see, a george. Yeah, george, I could see a george so maybe it was like maybe the woman that i'm gonna say sandra um that's way too upper class it's more of a tammy all right but looking at this woman chandelier we shall call her um <laughs> <and> <laughs> <a> terrible name <laughs> okay george you like can like have modern the, day beatrice. you can have the beans george but you have to carry them maybe you know what i've
1: noticed what? about the name beatrice now Mm-hmm. Obviously, Beatrice was a very posh name.
0: Beatrice Potter and all that, all that. And nice. Princess Beatrice. Was that a person? Yeah, pinch Princess Beatrice. Princess. <laughs> pin- yeah. Princess Beatrice is an actual member of the royal family. I'll have you know.
1: I did not know that. Uh, but then again, you my uncultured
0: not, swine. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't blame
1: um, But now it's just a really. White trash people trying to be posh. Mm-hmm. So now mm-hmm. you meet someone called Beatrice. You go, oh, this is going to be a lovely home. Oh, it's a caravan. Oh, you're wearing a pink track suit <laughs> with a camouflage inlay. Oh,
0: and you have no teeth.
1: <laughs> Do you have no teeth? And
0: you're also 17 with 12 children. <laughs> and a grandkid. And they're 15 years old. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Press Star episode 32, your weekly video game podcast right when here I on... I forgot
1: you were recording.
0: ...rabbit hole media. I like... <laughs> The idea that we now have all these kind of forefronts mm. to the podcast, I like it. It mm.
1: shows. It gives the illusion of a fake pre-show. Yep. Yeah. That doesn't exist. We just have you. Just always hit record. Don't tell chat. me, and we have a conversation.
0: That's the one. Yeah. yeah. But like, so many of our conversations are gold, and I felt like we often didn't capture them on camera. We're weird people. We
1: are weird people. Like, I like. I would like to point out that is the sort of conversation we just have <laughs> <laughs> all the time. Yeah, that's the level of our friendship, isn't it is it? it is,
0: that's fine. It's good. It's a good oh, yeah. working relationship. We have a bit of back Definitely and forth. Of, as it, remove it. This is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast, right here on Rabbit Hole Media. I am Christian Lasham, and joined by my co-host Jack Nettley Thompson.
1: Hi, my hair is fluffy.
0: Indeed, it is. I, I wanted
1: to point it out myself. It is. I look ridiculous. It
0: actually looks even fluffier on camera. I know it's mad, isn't it? It is insane. I like it though. I think it's. I think it suits you personally.
1: Fluffy hair is very unmaintainable, unfortunately. Yeah. Because if I go outside and it's mildly windy, I'm going to come back with a mohawk <laughs> and or, or a comb over yeah, or something. I just feel like it suits sort. you. It's kind and of a... also, if I don't shower for more than three hours, it, <laughs> the fluffer goes away. Although I showered fourteen hours ago and my hair is still fluffy, so that argument is invalid. But you get the
0: point. See, so yeah, I find if I if I wash my hair in the evening before bed, I end up with fluffy scruffiness Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: it's because it's still mildly wet you Mm -hmm. go to bed (laughs) ruffle it and it dries that way and you just go ah (laughs) (laughs) not even a hairbrush did anything with this today mental my only solution was have another shower it doesn't
0: look overly messy no it's just big it's just big and longer, and it's got nothing to compact it down. Got some
1: volume, and it hasn't been really hot, so I haven't like sweated it into uh-huh. a hairstyle, which is disgusting. But it, ev- let's be honest, it happens. It d- yeah, everyone does that. <laughs> Their
0: <laughs> I head pretend. sweats,
1: and it just forms a hair gel, and you're just like
0: mm. <laughs> like molds with any sort of flakes of skin and. But stuff now like I can like be,
1: be like Justin Bieber, baby, baby, baby. Ah!
0: Sorry. Got carried away. Now I've made it
1: worse. I can't. If I do that, there's just this weird part here where just, I'm going this way, well,
0: that way. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine, I don't really have a good. I don't have, good I, hair. Should have hat. General, I should have brought a have hat. General. We should have
1: rabbit hole hats. We should. We should. Well, we should be wearing
0: rabbit hole merch, but it's well, decided not it's to show the. Apparently fuck up. a new fucking jersey. That doesn't help me, does it? Jack's <laughs> it mug turned up. Exactly. Like, mad fast. Uh-huh. Like maybe he paid for mad expensive delivery. No, he said he got the cheapest one. That's what we did. Yeah. Interesting. That's because we're cheap Indeed but too and, fucking because, right. and also because The prices? cheapest one was Ten fucking dollars Did you see the price <laughs> Of those
1: fucking <laughs> delivery things Christ in a bike in
0: Anyway a bike. Jack how are you In the world of video games When was the last time I played
1: anything That's the question I mean that was the thing we said last week Yeah I don't think I've played anything Since then either no. I might have played Division once Okay On maybe Saturday Or Sunday I mean we played Uncharted on stream Yes That's Obviously not the same No doesn't care. Um, Uh, I haven't touched a Kiro in a while. uh uh, Because I've just been... (sighs) So this I parked up at work on Tuesday. Mm -hmm. And I haven't touched my car since, other than just now, to get here. Because I've been finishing late, taking a car home. I've had that car so much that since I picked it up on Monday, I've put over 1,000 miles on it. Wow. And and that was from new. I picked it up with about four miles. Wow. And I've put 1,000 miles on it. Uh, thousand and seventy-two, I think. Um, I, I've named it. Uh, it's called Oink. I like it. Um, I like that. I think it's legally mine now. Sh- that's how it works, isn't it? I, I think like, there's a case you, to be made. If
0: you put over a thousand miles in a car in less than a week, I mean, in fact, you've named it. Kind of claims a certain amount of ownership. What you need to do is you need to, with the person who claims owned the car, you both need to call the car's name and see which one it comes to. <laughs> me obviously it knows me exactly. it's all set up to me so it's clearly yours you are clearly it's mummy
1: it infuriated me beyond belief not the car cars it's it's only a kia it's a kia seed a little mm. hatchback kia i know the, I know the type I know i've type. fallen in love with it
0: really it's Fall weird how, how they capture you like
1: that like the weird shitty little car but it's not shitty in any way it's actually really fucking nice the one i picked it up I was like, oh because i delivered an audi a5 to one of mm. our other branches and they were just like oh we need to give you a car to come home with and they just got four keys, though fuck mm-hmm. it, we'll give you a key. I was like oh. Oh, Drove about ten feet in it. I was like, oh I like this. I like it. It's really smooth, quite nice. Apple CarPlay, just bloop. Nice, nice. Really good traffic systems and all the stuff. It's great. It's great. Um What was the thing?
0: I don't know. You haven't played any Kia. games? That's how we started. You haven't played any games. Your car was at work. You've had a Kia. You've fallen in love with a Kia. i it's fall in love smell. with a
1: Kia. It is. It's a nice little car, and I've actually think I actually think I might buy one. Nice. When I'm in a position to get a new car, I might go Kia because it's really nice, and they come with seven years warranty. Wow. Or a hundred thousand miles, whichever one comes first. But if you get a new car, it's likely to be on finance, so you'll only have it for three years anyway. Mm-hmm. So. So no games. No games at all. Uh, I think I played Division since we last spoke for a couple of hours with. No, I haven't really been playing anything Wolf, either. Asa, I... uh, but I'm, Oh, I was saying, because I've been taking it home, I've obviously been getting back late, so I've just come in, put on Netflix or YouTube see. or something. Yeah, and just
0: yeah. yeah very mind. much. That has been my evenings as well. I've been playing through the campaign more than more Remastered now. What a game. It's a good game. What a game.
1: I love that campaign.
0: Yeah, it's very good. Very, very good. Um, although, although... I will admit, all gillied up, is a very overrated level. Yeah. It's a great level, but... It's also... It's very... The whole... It's just it's just, sh- sh- it's just, shooting things. Yes, just slower. It is just shooting things, just slower. Not a bad thing. Not... You're stealthy in it for about four minutes. Mm-hmm.
1: And then the rest of it, you're still just... Oh, it's Call of Duty.
0: Yeah. Shoot, 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 shoot. Just the overall mission design in general is just shoot everyone. Shoot, there's not a huge amount of tactics or anything. To just shoot everyone. But that's fine. It's good. It's fun. You what it was, yeah, especially considering it's a 12-year-old game. Yeah, no, 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 it's I'm good. really hoping we get one more for... Two in agree, ingreed? agreed, mm. in- agreed, agreed. Last I've been playing a little bit of dirt here and there. Which, by the way, periodically I've got really fucking good at. Mm. It's frustrating, really frustrating. Dirt is hard. Dirt ray is a hard game, and i have been I'd been primarily dri- uh, playing with f- uh, front wheel drive cars because you kind of just start. You have to earn money to buy the more powerful Mm -hmm, cars mm -hmm, etc that's how racing games work yeah and you're given at the beginning um, a Lancia something or which is a front wheel drive car and some Opal thing which is a rear wheel drive car which by the way are fucking disgusting I cannot figure out how to control rear wheel drive cars on this game I was going to say in real life it's quite easy you just drive yes but you're not (laughs) driving at Um, 90 miles per hour instantly Um, no Uh,
1: even on a recent episode
0: of Grand Tour
1: Opal. We're English.
0: Yes. Vauxhall, is what you mean. Yeah, but it's written on there as an opal. I so, know, but so, it's, you know, it's a vauxhall. It's a vauxhall. But I'm um, been followed by someone. Even on a recent episode of Grand Tour, they tried to do a drag race, and Clarkson had a rear-wheel drive car, and he couldn't get it off the line without spinning it. That's because it was wet. Because it was wet. Um, but it just goes to show you know, how, how easy it is to fuck those cars. Anyway, the hard drive. The four-wheel drive cars... is special yet? Yes.
1: Oh. It was good. Yes, it was. Anyway, resume.
0: Um... The four-wheel drive cars you un- like, unlock a little bit later, and they're, they're a little bit harder to drive still because they're so different handling to the front-wheel drive cars. You kind of get used to how the front-wheel drive cars handle, even the more much powerful ones.
1: Have drive
0: Yeah, the there are. Fling them around. Yeah, there are a lot of rear-wheel drive ones on there, but I, I don't see the point of a front-wheel drive one.
1: I don't know enough about driving, but you well, can't really. It's easier. Slide. To, a, it is because it's
0: easier to turn it into oversteer yeah so then from the oversteer you correct and then you can get a slide out of it whereas a rear wheel drive car it's it's you oversteer far too soon and then it's harder to put it back because you've got in rear wheel drive car well you but it's harder to get the control back because you can't it's harder to get the traction back onto the front wheels because obviously the drives on the back wheels so it's hard to get the traction back on the front wheels to pull you out of your oversteer heel tow it yeah but it's just—it's a different driving technique completely yeah, 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 yeah. to driving the. So I and I just haven't got my head around that one yet. If I sat and spent a few hours purely driving those cars, I imagine I'd suss it. But I haven't. Um, but I got, I got up to some four-wheel drive cars, and I was starting to get into those. I was like, okay, I like these. These are nice to drive. Um, and there was a daily event where you had... i didn't have the car, but it was a four-wheel drive class, and uh, I thought I had the money to buy one of these cars, so I will do so. And you can test drive the cars before you buy them. Mm. And uh, I'd already narrowed it down to two, which was the 1995 Super Impreza, because I have a soft spot for the Super Impreza WRX. And the Mitsubishi Lancer? Yep. So I test drove both, and I found the Mitsubishi Lancer super easy to drive. I loved it. Mm -hmm. The only, on the test drive, you just do like a uh, a section, like a state, like a section of the stage. I've actually driven one. Nice. They're very nice. nice. Yeah. But I, I just found it so easy to drive on the game and I loved it and I was like, oh, I want this. Mm-hmm. So I bought it mm-hmm. and I did the daily challenge mm-hmm. and I ranked 166 in the world, which is pretty fucking insane. That is insane. That's a high number. And loads of in game money, I was really fucking Only 170 about it. Copies for real. No, souls. there was like thousands. Suck <laughs> a dick. So then I thought, right, I finished my recent championship. I'm mm-hmm. going to start a new championship using this car now that I have it because you earn um, more winnings and yeah, blah, be, blah, be, blah. Because be, 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 be. clearly I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. Nope, can't fucking drive it anymore. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like every time I try and drive this car in an actual championship, I cannot do it, I just can't do it, just constant understeer, I cannot make it round the, the, the tiniest of corners, I, I can't do it, I cannot do it, as soon as I go into driving it just in a non-competitive stage, fine, mm. I don't know if it's the pressure, I don't know what it is, I don't know if there's a, something in the game I haven't realised that there's a different setup between the modes and I just haven't sussed it or whatever, I don't know, but it's fucking infuriating, <laughs> absolutely infuriating. Yeah, I haven't really done
1: much. a Dark Zone. I've tried some Dark Zone division. Oh, that'll go for you. It was alright. I didn't come across anyone else. Any other humans. Just...
0: Isn't that the point of the Dark Zone?
1: There are people there, but I think because we were just starting out, so that you have to do a certain amount of story to be able to unlock Dark Zone and then you have to do some Dark Zone missions to okay. fully go in and just do what you want. And so we start going in because There's 'cause there's three different Dark Zones and the speed I've been playing Division I am a low level, so I imagine most people have just fucked off. No, that's fair. To the other ones, um, but yeah, no, got some loot out of there. let extract it, take it to a helicopter. Which, by the way, Ubisoft, just so you know, uh, not that you're listening. Um, might be, might be, never know. Uh, I mean,
0: they ignore all of our emails, so I can only assume they watch all of our podcasts. Yes, exactly. Reply. Um, <laughs> the
1: helicopter doesn't make any sound. Interesting. For me. Interesting. Where's the helicopter? Oh! It's about a foot above my head. (laughs) (laughs) Must be one of these new electric helicopters that don't make any sound, which wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An electric helicopter would work. It would still make a fuckload of noise it though would. because, you know, pushing the wind. The propellers, yeah, yeah. Pushing wind around. Yeah. Like I almost got murdered by a BMW i3 the other day.
0: In in on the division or No, 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 in okay. real life.
1: I was standing at work, standing in the yard by the gate because mm-hmm. that's where the old smoking area is. Someone was delivering us an i3. Fully electric, tiny little car, makes zero yeah. sound and it was just a v- just come sliding in about an inch away
0: from me. I was like, yeah,
1: <laughs> so "Fucking shit myself!" Because
0: my, my, suddenly, there's BMWs. My mum has a hybrid Rav Four, and when you're driving at below ten miles per hour, it's only on electric mode. So she says, in car parks, people just don't hear that you're there because it just doesn't make a. And it doesn't. It's really weird when you get in it. Like, just doesn't make sense. It makes no sound. And suddenly, it's moving. Weird. Like
1: you know, a lot of the time, you don't know whether a car is started or not until you hear the. Yeah. <laughs> Teslas? I don't fucking know. (laughs) I've worked it out now. Literally, you get in a Tesla and put your foot on the pedal. You don't have to do anything.
0: Ah, interesting.
1: You literally don't have to press anything. You go up, you have the key in your pocket, you walk up to it, it unlocks itself. The handle, you get within a certain range, the handle just goes, out the door. Convenient. Get in, drive off, walk away, it locks itself. Although, you have to get far enough away, so if there's a quick, stealthy thief... My car is like that. Yes, but yours does it in a really annoying way yes wherein there's I didn't want you to do that and you shouldn't be doing that why are you doing that because not only that
0: it does it with the key inside sometimes yep say it with me Jack dumb Dumb. Should we do some news before we do some news this is press start your weekly video game podcast right here on rabbit hole media (laughs) Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbithole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube, where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at rabbithole media. And you can subscribe and follow us on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And if you like what we do and you want to support us, you can go to streamlabs.com forward slash rabbithole media forward slash hashtag. Ow. Forward slash merch. Why are you hitting me?
1: I didn't mean to do it that hard. I'm sorry. I meant to tap your shoulder because I thought the hashtag came earlier, but it didn't. You're correct. Sorry. I thought
0: you can think. go to streamlabs.com forward slash rabbit hole media forward slash hashtag forward slash merch and you can buy a wide range of rabbit hole merch. All of the money goes to us to help us back on the channel. <laughs> All of the money goes to us. <laughs> 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 to support the channel and buy new equipment like shiny 4K cameras. All of the
1: money that they don't take from us for no valid reason Correct. goes to us. So basically nothing.
0: But from what I can tell, the merch looks pretty good. So if you want to call cool mug or a shirt that says say it with me or a press start thing buy one apparently they're really nice
1: we might have some soon if it
0: arrives from who the fuck knows Jack I have one two three four five wait for it wait for it six news stories today lordy which I have fully prepared and everything good lord written my own stuff it's I a haven't rabbit just hole first I have copied oh well, I used to do this um, yeah you used to it has been about 30 episodes yes. since you have correct <laughs> <laughs> that is a mild exaggeration the first, mild. News today, first news story today 29 first news story today Game Pass and Xbox Live merge.
1: Yes, and I said this over. Uh, well, I said this about a year ago. One more go. Is here what is I what I've
0: written. It seems Jack is a bit of a psychic, as a report from The Verge suggests that Microsoft will be combining Xbox Live and Game Pass to form the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscription. The report goes on to suggest that the service will cost fifteen dollars per month and launch alongside the heavily rumored discless Xbox later this month. I still think that Xbox is pointless. Yes, it is. But along with a cheaper combination of both things... It saves you like yeah. $2, I think. Uh, $5. It saves you $5. It
1: saves you like £2. Pa- well, it depends yeah. how much it is in I pounds. don't know how much it it's going to be like, in pounds. Yeah, like, it's a, it's,
0: or even if it launches in eight, the UK, it might not launch in the six UK. It's 6 like for that that.
1: Xbox Live and 8 for Game Pass, Yeah, which is only... Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it would have to be less than that.
0: I pounds. think it should. It, I would say nine ninety nine a month. Seven. Is it five yeah, ninety nine? Yeah. Nine ninety nine a month would work. Yeah, I think I think that would be a sensible thing. But this is what we kind of you predicted it, and I agreed, and I think I, I kind of think it makes sense. Again, this is supporting it the argument more we've been towards saying.
1: Towards the fact that they're just trying to build a server. So this is the. Heavily sensitive (laughs) microphone. So this doesn't matter. Yeah, but
0: whenever you move further away, then you you sound substantially less... Do you know about the proximity effect? We're not going into this sort of stuff
1: right now. This is not the Christian Nerds Out About Sound (laughs) podcast because it's always at this... You go on these long rants and I usually
0: know about 90% of it. A rant, I was just going to say, because of the proximity effect, when you move the mic further away, although you are potentially equally as loud... It doesn't sound as well-supported, because if the further away you are from the microphone, the less bass it picks up.
1: I'm fully aware uh-huh. of this. Yes, yes. Yeah, there you go. Information I already knew. Maybe <laughs>
0: maybe, maybe they didn't. Well, they aren't recording a podcast. Sometimes some of them come on and join us. Yeah, Tom. And Jack.
1: Yeah, but he ignores everything we fucking say. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. Anyway, um, this is supporting the idea we've been saying before about Microsoft becoming a, a service. Mm-hmm. Um, yep.
1: Yes, because I think
0: they're going to go away. Yes. Not completely, obviously. They'll have
1: their certain consoles, but they're not going to worry about whether or not they sell and then just do a service, try and get their games on everything. And. Uh, <laughs> I uh, move a lot. I'm I a know. You. It was funny though. Just buy. Just make this mechanical and it follows me. <laughs> I, can, I can attach like a piece of wood. <laughs> I was thinking more of a rope. Well, actually, no, it wouldn't work about me leaving forward if it was... Yeah, Yeah, never mind. A wood wood is better. (laughs) Wood is always better.
0: Mario and Zelda are coming to VR. Who gives a fuck? Thanks to Nintendo Labo's latest VR Toy con, Super Mario...
1: Not actual fucking VR, Super then. Mario cardboard Odyssey on and the head Breath VR. of the
0: Wild are getting free updates to support VR. Mario will feature a, quote, bite-sized bonus experience, whereas Zelda will be fully playable in the cardboard headset. The patch will launch April 25th, just a few weeks after the toy car itself. I want to
1: point out to all these companies that... Creating a cardboard holder and holding your phone three inches from your face is not VR. It is not. It's just how you go blind. <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. Like,
0: it's so also, have ugh. you seen the actual Labo one as well? There's no padding between like where the I cardboard know, literally touches. No, it's just cardboard on and the side of your And bearing in mind how heavy the switch... I know not heavy the switch isn't also, heavy, but when it's being supported by cardboard, that's just going to cut into your face. I was going to say, cardboard is a form of paper. Yeah.
1: Like, it is. It's a weird... Yeah version of paper. It's stick of paper basically or like. Well, yeah, kind yeah. of. But it's obviously made completely differently, yeah. but it comes it's cut from the same cloth yes. as it were. So, everyone knows paper cuts are one of the worst things known to are man. Worse than anything other than cardboard cuts. <laughs> yeah. I got a cardboard cut once and I left school i <laughs> okay. decided that
0: contemplated amputating the area i was like this is
1: it this is how i die from a fucking cardboard box
0: they are the worst i got one at work once all the way down the length of my finger and, and i it happened slowly so i like, felt the skin <clears throat> part it was fucking stop disgusting talking. stop talking <laughs> no mine
1: was quick but it was here oh do you all know what else i've done oh you know those really
0: fucking violent uh-huh. I have a scar there, where I pierced pretty much the exact same place, same hand. How fucking weird is that? Yeah. How did you do yours? Those really violent ring folder things just went... Uh I was like... (laughs) Mine is far more embarrassing. What did you do? When I was about 15, I went to a friend's house whose dad had a really sharp penis who had a weightlifting bench thing Hmm. we thought we'd have a go on the weightlifting bench thing did you put it down and pinch your finger my the the hook that holds the weights went into my hand and almost completely out the other side (laughs) to the point and the weird thing was when i first did it it didn't hurt but i felt the impact and i knew i'd done something and I looked and originally didn't bleed and I could just basically see through this almost perfect hole in my hand and then the blood started just <laughs> erupting I was like oh no then the pain began it was uh... that was kind of
1: similar I have a scar on my knee this was quite funny I was about 12 we were in the Isle of Wight and I basically I wasn't this height obviously that's obscene that but obscene. I got to this height pretty quickly um, so I, w- I was on my way here at 12 I was a lot taller than everyone else I was like I'm going to dunk this basketball just to be like, fuck you short people. Uh, I did. Clearly, it was a very shit basketball hoop because not only the hoop, but the entire thing supporting it to the pole <laughs> came back down with me and the nail that was holding it in oh, just no. went, it didn't go in. It just kind of chipped off. But I landed on my shoulder. So I was like, oh, my shoulder. Does that fucking hurt? There's some woman in the distance, piping up. Mind your own business, woman. Uh I was like, is your knee alright? I was like, yes. I landed on my shoulder. Can you not see? I'm holding my shoulder. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Looking at my knee, just... (laughs) 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 Like... Ah! (laughs) Medical emergency. Another another thing I did. Camping in the Isle of Wight. Parents in their camping holidays. Fucking Christ. Fucking dangerous.
0: Don't take your kids camping.
1: Um... It was quite funny. So, there was two families that went, and was their kids and us. Um, one of them, who's quite a bit younger than me, sitting on top of the monkey bars, lunatic, that's not what they're for, fell off. I was like, <laughs> idiot. Landed on his back. Uh-huh. I was like, that looked like it hurt.
0: Winded the fuck out
1: of him as well, I imagine. Yeah, but he was also about seven. Uh-huh. So I was like, that looked like it hurt. That He might be crippled. <laughs> I should probably investigate. I was on top of this climbing flame. flame, On a climbing flame! (laughs) (laughs) Frame. But it was basically just a series of logs going up with gaps in the middle. I know the type, I've seen those. Yes. Boy in pain. Mm -hmm. Like, family, friend, boy in pain. I shall descend fast. I got like halfway down, and then my foot just went straight down (laughs) one of the gaps. So I propelled forward and then just landed face first grinding on all this bark and tarmac rubber stuff so for the rest of the summer holidays I was Two-Face from Batman because I, I just assume... scraped it all the way down then some other kid was just like why is everyone dying <laughs> which I remember that for some reason just the, why is everyone
0: dying I assume you've never attempted to help an infant since no I make it I kick them <laughs> Ah, anyway, Mario VR. Here's my big problem with it. <laughs> <laughs> despite the cardboard cuts to the eyes. <laughs>
1: That's how we got here.
0: Welcome um, to Rabbit Hole. <laughs> despite the cardboard cuts to the, to the eyeballs. Um, neither of those two games make sense in a VR environment. What were they? Super Mario Odyssey and Zelda. No. As they are both third person. Mm hmm. Does not make sense. Nintendo, you're of, dumb.
1: There's a lot of third person VR. Yeah, but they're more like.
0: Why? And, but even then, the ones that do it well you you still you kind of play a character still in a way it's very it's confusing it's let's not get into that the division two teases the next assassin's creed and An Easter egg in The Division 2 seems to imply that the next Assassin's Creed game will be about Vikings and Norse mythology. There is a building in the game, the uh, Potomac Event Centre, that features multiple posters of what appears to be a Viking or Norse traveller holding the Apple of Eden. Uh, A few months before the game's release, Kataka reported that two independent sources from within Ubisoft confirmed the games will feature Vikings and be released in 2020. So it does add up. Yeah, it adds up. Right. and Ubisoft have done stuff like this before mm-hmm. and every Assassin's Creed game we get leaked so that makes sense that the next one's about Vikings
1: yeah no no no
0: yeah I mean do you care do you like the idea of a Viking Norse Assassin's Creed yeah it's just I hope they bring
1: it back down to origin size as opposed to Odyssey agreed, size agreed because, but fucking knowing because this one's obviously had a bigger light uh Development cycle as well, so it could even be even fucking bigger than Odyssey. In which stop it? That's not what these games are. It's yeah. not what Assassin's Creed. is I mean, meant being to
0: be. 2020, you would think it's launching alongside next-gen consoles as well. So would be would be bigger yeah yeah I fucking hope not because Odyssey was way too
1: fucking big to the point where I loved Origins and I loved Odyssey but I was like done Mm -hmm. done and done I've had enough
0: here's my problem with the whole I don't know we're running all these time periods are getting really similar now the problem as well with the Norse thing I think for me is God of War is out there doing Norse so fucking well right now I don't need another game to I don't
1: think it's going to be much to do with Norse going forward I guess Yeah. given everything they teased Mm -hmm. in the first God of War I think it's going to go to ancient Egypt and
0: I don't know there's a lot China of stuff with I imagine
1: I know they're going to do Thor and Odin yeah. and stuff but I don't see why would you bring that up I don't know depends on my, if you're I, just going to stick with Norse and also I don't I don't want God of War to stick with Norse like, I want, honestly at this point I don't care about Thor or Odin because they're not going
0: to be as good as the
1: Marvel ones no but I don't or it's interesting the story say. is about I know they're not
0: based on Marvel characters the obviously. spoilers <laughs> for God of War the story is about a trace. And who he is.
1: Yes, yes, yes. So. I understand that, but you can kind of do that and then loop it back round. Agreed, agreed. Because right. these are all just places, aren't they? Yeah. The way they do the mythology and stuff, it's just different parts of the world. Yeah, so yeah, you can yeah, do yeah, it yeah, and yeah. then loop it back round. Still have a Norse mythological background in the story and the characters and what they're doing, but also send them off.
0: Yeah, no, Like, I agree. the bit
1: for the end of the first God of War can be, like, the fucking end. Obviously, it would be. I'm not going to say what it is, but you know what it is. Yeah. Painting. Yeah, that will be the end. So if these things, why would you tease them if they're not relevant to this story? Who wants a? I'm not going to say that sentence because it would spoil the thing. That
0: fuck it, it's a year old.
1: Good point. Who wants to go to war without Kratos?
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Especially after just revamping him. So you kind of want him and Atreus to go to all these places, and then it can loop back Agreed. around. Agreed. Maybe Odin's fucking. Maybe they're instead of hunting them down because of this new approach Kratos has taken. Like, he just wants to be left alone. Mm -hmm. He's moving through all these places, being followed and chased down by Odin and Thor and all of these people.
0: Perhaps. Perhaps. There you go, Corey. Done it. Talking of God of War, God of War has won all of the BAFTAs. I say all. uh, I say all. (laughs) During the BAFTA Video Games Awards this week, God of War took home five awards out of the ten it was nominated for. In contrast, Red Dead Redemption 2 was nominated for six awards and didn't win any of them.
1: Oh, thank God.
0: God of War won the following. uh, Best audio achievement, best game, best music, best narrative, and best performer, which was for Jeremy Davis as The Stranger. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Bearing in mind, Christopher Judge was also nominated. But yeah, Jeremy Davis won as The Stranger. Really? Yeah. I know, right? Weird, isn't it?
1: I'd say he was probably third out of that game, Mm -hmm. let alone overall. Actually, no, those were probably the three best of the year. Him yeah, and Tra- he, he, yeah, he Trae- Trae- and The Stranger. Yeah, yeah, he
0: was. Yeah, well, all three of those were nominated. Um, but I'm just surprised it went to him.
1: But also, I'm bored as shit of all these different gaming awards now. Just stop. stop too many. Too, the game awards too and fuck many. off. Too many. It's like the Golden Globes. Yeah. And, oh, wait, the Gol- Golden Globes for TV,
0: right? Golden Globes for TV. Okay, in which case that... Ignore that. Golden Globes and... Oscars. Yeah, but they are everywhere because you got the BAFTAs, you got the video games awards, you have got the Dice Awards, and they're just fucking. Yeah, everywhere. and
1: then obviously, it's the same with movies. You got what? What's the other one? There's two. There's the Oscars and well, the BAFTAs. Oh yeah, the actual BAFTAs.
0: Because they do film and television.
1: Yeah, yeah. the British Association yeah, the of the Film BAFTAs. and Television Awards.
0: Then there's this... yeah, yeah, I know. And now games. It should be called the BAFTAGs Award Games is what you would. Oh say. yeah, the, the BAFTAGars, the BAFTA BAFTAGars, or the, the BAFTGars, the Baftas. the BAFTGars, the, the BAFT. <laughs> either way it won five which is pretty insane but good it deserves them and I'm glad that a game like God of War is getting the recognition and it's not going to games like Red Dead Redemption 2 yep because that game is trash Indeed. no I'm kidding it's not trash here's an article to piss great. you off because it pissed me off more than probably what it should do but it did mm-hmm. Prince mm-hmm. Harry wants Fortnite banned oh fuck off Harry during an interview about children's, men- <laughs> <laughs> I might just get past it. But that was funny. During an interview about children's mental health, Prince Harry claimed that video games and social media are "quote unquote" more addictive than drugs and alcohol, Fools. and that the games such as Fortnite are. Quote, Irresponsible. He says, again, quote, A game like Fortnite, for instance, may not be so good for children. Parents have got their hands up. They don't know what to do about it. It's like waiting for the damage to be done and kids turning up on your doorsteps and families being broken down. Fortnite shouldn't be allowed. Where is the benefit in having that game in your household? It's created to addict. An addiction to keep you in front of the computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. It's created to addict. Not created to addict. It's a create that makes sense. It's a created to addict an addiction to keep you in front of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. Now, I'm not sure if what I'm about to say technically classes as treason, but Prince Harry, you're a fucking idiot. Like,
1: more dangerous than drugs and alcohol. So you're saying you'd rather have twelve-year-olds in the street fucking shooting up with heroin, yeah, drinking vodka and absinthe Fortnite. all the time than playing Fortnite. You're a fucking moron. I want you
0: to go away. Like, honestly, like- on- honestly, like. What I've never heard stupid thing to say. It's so ignorant, and it's so arrogant, and it's so fucking dumb. Also,
1: we got more important shit to deal with. We have London where children are being fucking stabbed every day. Literally. Anyone else not in England is literally every fucking day a new kid has been stabbed. We have fucking... Just, I've just had a.
0: I just had a thought bearing in mind. He said this whilst at a children's mental health institute talking about children's mental health. I imagine these children, which, by the way, will all love Fortnite, are now being made to feel even worse about themselves because Prince Harry just told them they shouldn't be playing Fortnite. Also, Business does he have talking about children's mental health? I know. Oh, it just makes me so angry anyways, in so many Anyway, we've got all that ways. shit going
1: on. We've got Theresa fucking May trying to do Brexit shit. Basically, I've, I've, you know, she's gone back to do this deal thing like uh-huh. four times without yeah. adjusting yeah. the deal. It's like trying to turn on your TV. But you've forgotten to change the batteries in the remote. I'm not changing the batteries in the remote. And then just hammering the on button uh-huh, until uh-huh. something happens. But lo and behold, nothing ever fucking happens mm-hmm. until you change it. These are the people running the fucking country. And Man. they are dumb as fuck.
0: Yep. Yeah. The only thing re- <sighs> the only thing Harry touches on in here, which I think he has a slight point on, is the bit where he says parents have got their hands up and they don't know what to do about it. And that's more in the sense that parents are also fucking dumb and don't know how to deal with to their kids. and Just child. parent your child. Go No, you cannot play it for a while. Don't let them play all the fucking time. Don't well, yeah, let them spend all your money.
1: At don't just parent your child by slamming them in front of a fucking the screen. The only
0: reason the game becomes addictive is because of you, you as a parent. Them allow them to play it all the time. So don't, don't, don't. Gaming isn't addictive. Do, we, do you allow them to smoke and drink alcohol? Probably. But that's not the fucking point. But we're at a point where, like... So what else is addictive? TV shows. TV Game of Thrones, shows. for example. Movies. Music. Music. It's all addictive. But it's all good. Wildly jacking it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Too any of those other three previous mediums mentioned.
1: Like, you know, everything can be addictive. Mm-hmm. It depends how you react to it. It depends how your brain reacts to something. Do you know what I'm addicted to? Buying new toys. Yep. Buying new gadgets and gizmos. You're always just like, I want something yep. new. I've learned to be like, you can't afford that, Jack. Well, to an extent, we've learned. To that. an extent, I've spent. I worked it out over. I've spent over three grand on Rabbit Hole. Nice. Directly or indirectly. Proud Appreciate that. I'd like it back, so please buy merch. Three grands worth. <laughs> Three grands worth. Just buy a lot of shirts. I mean, they're nice shirts. Yeah. yeah. Well we don't know yet. No, but I think they're nice designs. Nice designs. They might they might be made of fucking chainmail for all we know. Although yeah. yeah. well, that'd be quite cool. <laughs> Want to go to battle with a I rabbit on your chest? Why they're
0: not fucking here yet? No. customs. Like someone's importing armor into the company. I'm into fucking, the company. I don't know. Can't do words. Britain is a company now, everybody. Either way. Prince Harry is a fuckwad. Apex Legends Correct. update breaks progression. This is a very small story, but I wanted to bring it up. The latest patch of Apex Legends includes a bug that resets your progression to level one. It meant that players lost all of their cosmetic items they had previously unlocked, and progression in the recent release Battle Pass. The servers were pulled for the better part of a day before the progress was restored. Now, small thing, sometimes these things go wrong. Whatever. Who makes the game? EA. EA. No. Respawn. respawn have fixed it as quick as they could so no big deal but something was always going to go wrong with our game engine, <laughs> <laughs> you know can we put a no battle royale
1: news clause on I mean, our on our show because I'm really can. bored
0: of it I mean we can but I'm so bored of it you can be in charge of doing the news if you want well just don't put battle royale I'm giving you less work no, you just have to browse through, find more news stories because no, most don't. of but them are about Battle Royale games.
1: You just don't write it
0: down. It's sorted. But then I have to go. Oh, I haven't got, more no- I haven't got any news yet. I've got to keep going because everything's about Battle Royale games. We just don't talk about news. We talk about other things. This is a rabbit hole. We
1: literally speak for like. I'm going to be here until about eleven o'clock tonight. We're not going to run out of things to say. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, good point. Anyway, that was all of the news. All of the
1: news. Fucking Battle Royale. I'm so bored of it, and I can't believe. Battlefield have
0: just released it yeah apparently it's really bad as well
1: no I, I've re- read a lot of reviews it's not bad it just doesn't do anything to move the needle like right, it's just okay. very basic Battle Royale and the map shit
0: yes I've heard like the there is, are no landmarks
1: yeah. whatsoever it's just mountains and fields and shit other than one little place just... well done
0: EA anyway can we not talk about Battle Royale That's we're talking about I'm so bored of it hi Jack how are you <laughs> <laughs> You're going to smash your mac over the side you of your look fucking like You're going to murder me. you look like you are going to murder me. Probably will. Ah, uh, that was the news today. We have an actual show topic. And it's a show so topic. Todd. i I I realise you can fuck off if you want. I don't mind. I don't mind. I just talk to myself, and then I'll move to that chair and be like, what? And then I'll come back to this chair again and.
1: Don't insult the sanctity of that what <laughs> with
0: your f- feeble attempts. Yeah, it turns out I can't do it properly. No. I'll practice. Anyway, Jason Schreier. Indeed. M- editor on Kotaku. Um, whose favourite pastime is to um, complain about things and break news stories We'd about things friends. which are bad. Yeah, yeah, I have no problem with Jason Schreier. I mean, he t- often writes articles to make other people's life miserable, but... He often has a valid point, so Mm -hmm. I'll Mm -hmm. let him off. Um, Last week, he wrote a... um, So, on Tuesday, he posted a very interesting um, article on Kotaku called How Bioware's Anthem Went Wrong. Did you say yesterday on Tuesday? I said last week. Oh, so I might have said yesterday. yesterday. I might have said yesterday. Either way, he posted this thing. Um... This article called Help BioWare's Anthem Went Wrong. And I'm going to read through the article and we're going to break it down. Jack, I don't think you're, you've read or been too aware of this. So. Um, I came across this and I thought it was a really interesting article. I have already read it once. Um, about the development cycle of Anthem and what the fuck happened with it. Um, and since then, more stuff has erupted on the internet. So we'll go through. And um, all credit for this goes to Jason Shorairo Kotaku. We'll break things down. So it starts off. It wasn't even supposed to be called Anthem. Just days before the annual E3 convention in June of 2017, when the storied studio Bioware would reveal its newest game, the plan had been to go over a different title, Beyond. They'd even printed out Beyond t shirts for the staff. Then, less than a week before the Los Angeles press conference held by Bioware's parent company EA, word came down that securing the rights to the trademark would be too difficult. Beyond was ruled out, the leadership team quickly switched to one of the backup options Anthem. But whereas Beyond had been an indicative of what Bioware hoped the game would be, you'd, for example you would go out beyond the walls of your fort and into the dangerous wilds around you, Anthem didn't really mean much. Everybody was like, quote, well, that doesn't make any sense. What does this have to do with anything? Said one person who worked at the game. Just days before the game's announcement, the team at Bioware had a brand new game that nobody really understood. Such a major last-minute upheaval might seem strange to an outside observer, but on Anthem it was common. Very few things weren't right in the development of BioWare's latest game. An online cooperative shooter that was first teased in mid-2012 It spent years floundering floundering sorry in pre-production. Many features weren't finalised or implemented, and implemented until the very final months, and to some who worked on the project, it wasn't even clear what kind of game Anthem was until the E3 demo in June, less than two years before it actually came out came out later they came up with an explanation for the game for the name the game's planet was enveloped by something called the anthem of creation a powerful mysterious force that left environmental cataclysms across the world so I'm going to pause there for a second um, breaking that down further he then goes on to tweet about that particular thing that the concept of the anthem was not in the game until after the E3 press conference what a mess
1: what a fucking mess <laughs> EA are a joke.
0: Absolutely insane. EA
1: are a joke. Yeah,
0: completely. And that's that is just bad management from EA. By the way, I've done a stupid thing by naming the game Beyond when there was already a game called Beyond because you got Beyond Two Souls, so which would have been wider trademark. would have Yeah, which wider trademark would have been hard to get hold of. Um, so a dumb idea in the first place. But the fact that no one up at head office EA didn't figure that because I could have fucking told you that. I could have gone mm, beyond is that. A not good in name? 2012, though. What?
1: What? If they started this back in 2012. True, true, but I feel been.
0: like you could have figured that out. Like, how is it only like a few weeks before the E3 press conference we're yeah, you reveal the game, it and, it and you don't even the, have it trademarked yet? You figured it yet. out
1: before then, but not trademarked? Before you are printing
0: stuff and whatnot, like dumb, dumb. When Anthem launched in February 2019, it was panned by fans and critics. Today, it has a 55 on the review ag- ag- aggregation site Metacritic. I can't read that, but it's 55 on Metacritic. on Metacritic. Bioware's lowest score since the company was founded in 1995. The developer, once known for ambituitous role-playing games like Dragon Age and the original Mass Effect trilogy, has now released two critical flops in a row, following 2017's disappointing Mass Effect Andromeda. Although hardcore fans have put their faith in Bioware to continue fixing Anthem's bubs, bugs and improving its mechanics, especially since Bungie's Destiny, a similar game, had a rough launch and eventually recovered. Few were happy with the initial release. Anthem wasn't just buggy and thin on content, it felt half-baked, like it hadn't been playtested and tweaked enough by developers with experience playing other loot shooters. In the weeks after launch, there appeared to be a major new problem every day. Fans have speculated endlessly as to how Anthem went so awry. Was it originally a single-player role-playing game, like Bioware's previous titles? Did EA force Bioware to make a Destiny clone? Did they strip out all of the good missions to st- sell later as downloadable content? Is the loot system secretly driven by an elaborate AI system to keep track of everything so you... So you do so... Uh, what? So you... I think so you... This is badly written. Keep track of everything if, Ah! I read it wrong. And keep track of everything you do so it can get you to spend more money on the game. The answer to all these questions is no. This account of Anthem's development is based on the interviews of 19 people who either worked on the game or adjacent to it, all of whom were granted an anonymity. That's a hard word. That's not just me. Anonymity, an- 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 uh, anonymity. yeah. Yeah, anonymity. Because yeah. they were not authorised to talk about Anthem's development. Yes. <laughs> it's a story of indecision and mismanagement. It's a story of technical failings. A VA's Frostbite engine continued to make life miserable for many of Bioware's developers. An understaffed department struggling to serve their team's needs. It's a story of two studios, one in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada canada and another in austin texas that grew resentful toward one another thanks to a tense lopsided relationship it's a story of a video game that was in development for nearly seven years but didn't enter production until the final 18 months thanks to a big narrative thanks to big narrative reboots major design overhauls and a leadership team said to be unable to provide a consistent vision and unwilling to listen to feedback perhaps most alarming is a story about a studio in crisis dozens of developers many of them decade-long vet- veterans have left bioware of over the past two years some who have worked at Bioware's longest running office in Edmonton talks about depression and anxiety many say that they or their co-workers had to take stress leave a doctor man- to take a mandated period of weeks or months worth of vacation for their mental health one former Bioware developer told me that they would frequently find a private room in the office shut the door and just cry people were so angry and sad all the time they said, um, said another depression and anxiety are an epidemic within Bioware I actually cannot count the amount of stress casualties we had on Mass Effect, Andromeda, or Anthem, said a third FormAware Bioware developer in an email. A stress casualty at Bioware means someone that had such a mental breakdown from the stress they'd just gone through for, for one, or, one to three months. Some come back, some don't. EA and Bioware declined to comment on this story. Now, later on, EA do comment on the story, but at the time, they did not. Um, either way, I think there is a picture there being painted of the carnage that is going on yeah. at those studios and the whole thing here that the development for seven years, but the production didn't actually start until 18 months after release kind of shows though, doesn't it? It does show, but what the fuck were they doing for the rest of those other few years? Like insane. That's a year and a half of development of actual production. And what we doing for the other? like Madness. Absolutely Madness. Among those who work or have worked at Bioware, there's a belief that something drastic needs to change. Many of the companies now grumble that the success of 2014's Dragon Age Inquisition was one of the worst things that could have happened to them. The third Dragon Age, which won Game of the Year at the 2014 Game Awards, do it... No caller ID. You can suck. My car. Don't try again. Take a hint. I've now lost my place. It was mostly built over the course of its final year...
1: Unbelievable! Google the number. I can't,
0: it has no caller ID. came up with a phone number down there. Did it? It said no caller ID there. Oh, it's got a number on here. I'll Google it later. I'm obviously not going to do that now, but it does have a number on here. It was 015 or something. From Liverpool, apparently. Pee! Strange. Within the studio there's a term called Bioware magic. It's a belief that no matter how, how rough a game's production might be, things will always come together in the final months. The game will always... Ah, Jason Stryer uses two bigger words. Coalesce? The game will always coalesce. It happened on the Mass Effect trilogy, on Dragon Age Origins, and on Inquisition. Better when Bioware developers like to refer to production as a hockey stick. It's flat for, flat for a while, and then it suddenly jolts upward. Even when a project feels like it's a complete disaster, there's a belief that with enough hard work and enough difficult crunch, it'll all come together. After the high-profile failures of Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem, it has become clear to current and former Bioware employee t- employees this attitude is no longer working. In recent years, Bioware has done serious damage to its reputation as a premier RPG developer. Maybe the hockey stick approach is no longer viable, or maybe, just maybe, that sort of production practice was never really sustainable in the first place. One thing's for certain, on Anthem, Bioware's magic ran out. At the beginning, they called it Dylan. In the late 2012 and 2013, while finishing up Mass Effect, the Mass Effect trilogy, Bioware director Casey Hudson and a small team of longtime Mass Effect developers started work on a project that they we- hoped would be the bob dylan of video games meaning something that would be referenced by video game fan for years to come yes that is going be. to happen it but, not a, for the but the reason. how shit it is even how bad within it went. even within bioware it was a mystery project you needed a password to get into the wiki according to one person who was on it for a while the team stayed small most of bioware's staff were on dragon age inquisition which needed all hands on deck in order to ship by the end of 2014. The early ideas for Dylan, which we'll call Anthem from now on for clarity, were ambitious and changing constantly. According to people who were on the project, as it is typical during this sort of ideation phase, nobody knew what the game would look like yet, they just wanted to see what might be cool. It would be an action game, certainly, and you'd be able to play it with your friends. The goal was to get away from traditional sci-fi and fantasy so the game would feel distinct from Mass Effect and Dragon Age. The concept that quickly emerged was the idea of a dangerous, hazard-filled planet. Anthem would be set on a hostile alien world and in order to go into the wilderness you'd need a robot suit, a realistic NASA-inspired robot suit. The picture the picture was simple iron man but less cartoony over the months the core concept started to cr- crystallize anthem's planet would be sort of like bermuda triangle sort of like the the bermuda triangle of this universe with an inexplorable gra no there's another big word I can't say with an inexorable gravity that was constantly pulling in alien ships and hazards. As a result, the world would be lethal and full of dangerous creatures. You are at the bottom of the food chain, and everything is significantly more powerful than you, said one person who worked in the game. When describing these early iterations of Anthem, developers have made comparisons to Dark Souls, Darkest Dungeon, and even Shadow of the Colossus. There would be big, scary creatures out in the world, and your job would be to see how long you could survive. One prototype prototype allowed the player to attach themselves to a giant monster, others centered on the the atmosphere, the weather and environmental effects. The idea was going to be that they were all these levels that could be pulled internally so there'd be different events happening at all times, said a developer. You'd be out somewhere and an electrical storm would happen at random and you'd have to survive it. We had an early demonstration of this where the environment was dynamic and putting pulling levers, we could change it from the summer to winter to fall you'd see snow hitting the ground hitting the trees there were states of buildings where that was being demonstrated and that we could see this was something you could actually accomplish we saw a small glimpse of these prototypes in E3 2014 when BioWare, photo t- Bioware showed a teaser trailer for the as yet untitled game that would eventually become Anthem that game already sounds better yeah it does doesn't it sounds far more interesting The final game would have nothing even close to those teases. Anthem was always envisioned as an online multiplayer game, according to the developers who worked on it, but it wasn't always a loot shooter. The kind of game where you'd endlessly grind missions for new weapons in these early versions, the idea was that you'd embark from a city and go out on expeditions with your friends, staying out in the world as long as you could survive. You'd use a robotic exosuit and you'd fight monsters with melee and shooting attacks, but the focus was less on hoarding loot and more on seeing how long you could survive. One mission for example might take you and a squad to the center of Volcanoes, where you'd have to figure out why it was erupting, kill some creatures, and then fight your way back. That was the main hook," said the Anthem developer. We're going out as a team, going to try and accomplish something as a team, then come back and talk about it. Along the way, you could scavenge or salvage alien ships for parts and bring them back to your base in order to upgrade your weapons and enhance your suit. It was really interesting," said one person who worked on it. It really struck a chord with a lot of people who were working on it regularly. Now that oh, that's there so much better. is striking on one of my biggest problems with the game was that the missions were short and you had to keep going back. And it was constantly, you have to go back now, you have to go back now, you have to go back now. There was nothing about that game that makes you stay in that world. No. Whereas it looks like the early port idea of the game was stay in the world as long as you fucking could. I, I can't figure out how they... Moving on, what remained unclear during this process was how many of these ideas and prototypes would actually work at scale. Dynamic environments and giant creatures might perform nicely in a controlled environment, but would the Anthem team really be able to make those features work in an online open world game played by thousands and thousands of people? And would Frostbite, the volatile video game engine that Bioware was now using for all of its projects, really support all of these features? As these questions lingered, the Anthem team faced a major shakeup in August of 2014 as they continued to prototype and dream about their game they lost their leader Casey Hudson who had directed the beloved Mass Effect trilogy and was supposed to be creative director on Anthem was departing the foundation of our new IP in Edmonton is complete he wrote in a letter to the studio and the team is ready to move forward into pre-production on a title I think will redefine interactive entertainment John Warner a relatively new hire who had worked for Disney before joining EA in 2011 took on the role of game director Bioware veterans like to describe Casey Hudden's Mass Effect team as the Enterprise from Star Trek. They all all did what the captain said. They were all laser-focused on a single destination. By comparison, they called the Dragon Age team like Pirate Ship, meandering from port to port until it reached its final destination. Now the Enterprise no longer had its Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc Picard. Oh, they went for him
1: instead of Kirk. Yeah, interesting. Interesting.
0: Still members of the Anthem team say they remained happy. Dragon Age Inquisition shipped at the end of 2014 to critical acclaim, and many of those developers moved over to Anthem where they found a team full of high hopes and ambitious ideas. EA had had these team health reports, said one. Anthem's morale was among the highest in all of EA. It was really, really good for quite a while. Everybody saw there was so much potential in those early prototypes. Potential was always the word there. One Bioware developer who hadn't yet moved to Anthem team recently recalled hearing those colleagues talk about how much better it had been than people who were stuck on on Mass Effect Andromeda, which at the time was going through serious struggles thanks to technical challenges and significant directional changes. Surely, they thought, that couldn't happen to Anthem. We took so much time to get the experience correct, said another person who worked on the game. I think that's why morale was so high. I knew we had taken time to really refine what we wanted the game to be about. Now we just had to go and produce it. Question was, how would they do that? As development progressed, it became clear that some of Anthem's team's original ideas either wouldn't work or weren't quite solidified enough to be implemented. Take Traversal, for example. The mandate was that Anthem's world would be massive and seamless, but how would you get around? The team played around with prototypes, exploring different ways in which you you execute... Exosuit could move vertically across the world for a long time they thought it'd be climbing up the sides of mountains and ledges but they couldn't get that quite right early iterations of flying which developers say was removed from and re-added to anthem several times were more like gliding and members of anthem team say it was tough to get the system feeling all that fun every time they changed the traversal it meant changing the world design accordingly flattening and stretching terrain to accommodate the latest movement cycle um movement style sorry to my red cycle I just saw the YEL and then filled in the blanks. Their experiments with procedural encounters where dynamic creatures and environmental hazards would spawn randomly from the world, but those weren't working too smoothly either. That took a long time, said one developer. The game was super reliant on this procedural system that just wasn't fun. How, I, I don't understand. What? Why there'd be. Like. How did they even think the game was ready? I have no idea. To be produced if they didn't even know what the basic traversal system was going to be. I don't know.
1: This has basically been EA and Bioware just going, we can do no wrong. Yeah. And just whatever we pummel out is going to be great. And that just. So whatever we make, people will lark
0: it up, we'll figure it out as we go. And it's just like, well, clearly fucking not. It It looks like they didn't have a fixed plan of what this game was going to be at all. They just thought it'd be cool if we could make a game where you're in a suit. Yeah, let's do that! Yeah, that's ridiculous, isn't it? The story started changing drastically too. In early 2015, veteran Dragon Age writer David Guider moved to Anthem and his version of the story looked a lot different than the ideas which they'd been experimenting for the past few years. Guy to Star was traditional bioware, big, complicated villains, ancient art alien artifacts and so- Artifacts and so on, which rankled some of the developers who were hoping for something more subtle. There was a lot of resistance from the team who just didn't want to see a sci-fi dragon age, I guess, said one developer. Added a second, a lot of people were like A Sci-Fi Dragon Age. Why are we telling yeah, the same Effect. story That let's do something different? Exactly. <laughs> Why
1: did he say exactly this like that?
0: a sci-fi dragon age? Yeah, it exists, made by the same people. It's called Mass Effect. You you made this When asked for comment on this, Guider said in an email that when he'd started on the project, Anthem Design Director Preston, wow, this is a name, Watermaniook, had pushed him in a science fantasy direction. I was fine with that, as fantasy is more of my comfort zone, anyhow, but it was clear from the onset that there was a lot of opposition to the change from the rest of the team, he said. Maybe they assume the idea for it came from me, I'm not sure, but comments like It's Very Dragon Age kept coming up regarding any of the work from me or my team did, and not in a complimentary manner. There were a lot of people who wanted a, to wanted a say of Anthem's story and kept articulating a desire to do something different without really being clear on what that was outside of just not being anything Bioware had done before which was apparently a bad thing. From my perspective, it was rather frustrating. Gerda left Bioware in early 2016. As time passed, I didn't feel keen to play the game that I was working on, he told me, which led to new writers for Anthem and a total story reboot. This led to even more chaos. As you can imagine, writing for Bioware sets the foundation for all the games, said one developer. When writing is unsure of what it's doing, it's caused a lot of destruction. it causes a lot of destruction to a lot of departments. So in 2016... They still didn't have a story penned. (laughs) What in the fuck? Insanity. Insanity on multiple accounts here instability had become par for the course of the anthem team as Hudson's departure left a void that proved tough to fill the job of steering anthem now fell to the creative leadership team the group included game director John Warner design director Preston Watamino, art director Derek Watts animation director Farish Lee um, that's not at all racist I can't say it it's Watamaniuk there you go W-A-T-A-M-A-N-I-U-K what a what, what a maniac! I can't do it. Mm-hmm. What a maniac! Some current and former Bioware employees feel a lot of resentment towards this group, and in interviews, many who worked on Anthem accused the leadership team of indecision and mismanagement. The root cause of all of this was what, was that lack of vision, said one former Bioware developer. What are we making? Please tell us. The recurring theme was there was no vision, there was no clarity, there was no single director saying this is how it all works together. They never seem they never seemed to settle on anything, added that person. They were always looking for something more, something new, said another. I think most people on the team felt like we didn't know exactly what the game was, game was or what it was supposed to be because it kept changing so much. The most common anecdote relayed to me by current and former Bioware employees was this: a group of developers that are in a meeting. They're debating some creative decisions, like the mechanics of flying or the law behind the Scar alien race. Some people disagree on the fundamentals, and then, rather than someone stepping up and making a decision about how to proceed, the meeting would end with, with no real verdict, leaving everything in flux. That would just happen over and over, said one Anthem developer. Stuff would take a year to figure or two to figure out because no one really wanted to make a call on it. Keep in mind, said another Anthem developer, everyone had hard decisions to make, that we've never done before. New IP, new genre, new technology, new style, everything was new. What a disaster.
1: hmm
0: Even we'll make a decision. Oh uh, yeah, I know. It's just insane. Like Is this still not done? No, no, it is quite a long article. We are getting there. It's been about twenty minutes. It it it's fifteen. Oh I've lost my place. I'll wrap it up there because there is a few more there's quite a bit more paragraphs so I won't read the whole thing Um, let me just find the bit where it kind of wraps up the thing Perhaps Anthem will morph into a great game one day. A few people who worked on it have expressed optimism for the future. A lot of us were screaming at the wall, said one Austin developer. Over time, what builds up is, okay, when we get control, we're going to fix it. Sure, the game has all these problems and we understand them. It's very much a motivated-to-fix attitude. The game that emerged from a a six-and-a-half-year development cycle was the result of a number of difficult, complicated factors, ones that won't be quite as easy to fix as Anthem's loot drop rates or loading screens. When the Anthem team started development back in 2012, they hoped to make the Bob Dylan of video games one that would be referenced and remembered for generations they might have accomplished that just not in the way they hoped Um, if you do find whole articles on Kotaku there is a lot of detail about stupid decisions that were being made last minute changes and I mean very last minute changes um, and the disaster that it is Um, there was a response from EA that came up after the article was posted, which I have here. Um, Let's see if I can find it. So the response from EA uh, says, We choose not to comment or participate in the story because we felt there was an unfair focus on specific team members and leaders who did their absolute best to bring this totally new idea to fans. We didn't want to be part of something that was attempting to bring them down as individuals. While our article named some senior people at uh, we move on. While our article names some senior people at Bioware, and while we'd asked about the roles of various leaders at Bioware during the game's development, readers conjunct themselves with the Bioware's assumptions about our article were correct, we don't think they were. Their response goes on to say, The struggles and challenges of making video games are very well very real but the reward of putting something we created into the hands of our players is amazing people in the industry put so much passion and energy into making something fun we don't see the value in tearing down one another or one another's work we don't believe articles that do that are making our industry and craft better i'd agree to an extent i agree to an extent like there is no purpose for this article no 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 I guess the purpose of the article is though the only purpose would be to go there there's there was an issue with Anthem early on which is why the game has not been
1: yeah but uh, at the end of the day there's a lot like he's just put all this time and effort into shitting on something that a lot of people did put a lot of work into yeah. like what does he do he sits at a keyboard so it... yeah fuck it <laughs>
0: Let me see what the other thing there was. Uh, I'm just quickly flicking through trying to find the other thing, bear with me. Okay, here we go. So, EA obviously made that statement um Jason Schreier later tweeted saying I'm I'm told by a couple of Bioware employees that so far studio management hasn't talked to staff about the article instead the company sent out emails yesterday of one message that said don't talk to the press which is quite amusing (laughs) (laughs) um but to me it just shows like as you said EA seem to have the attitude of we can do no wrong Mm -hmm. um I think if you read through the article, it, it's a very unjustified feeling, isn't it? They haven't done anything right. Tell me about it, right? But it seems like the team had a really good idea of what Anthem could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But due to terrible leadership from EA, primarily, I imagine, because a lot and as you read through more the article, you see so much more that's coming down from EA's head office as opposed to from the studio bosses. Yeah, it got forced and funneled into this is what the game will now be. Which didn't really have a solid idea. No. And then the developer gets the blame. And this is something that you and I brought up... Well, you brought up on a previous podcast. I think when we're talking about the success of Apex. Yes. And you said, like, people give people always go to EA. Blame EA. Mm-hmm.
1: mm-hmm but mm-hmm. reward. Respawn.
0: Yeah. And whereas, in this instance, it does seem like...
1: It is EA's fault. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, to be perfectly honest, because EA do better and all that nonsense. But yeah, I don't really have much to say about it, to be honest. We've we all know Anthem has issues. It's not a lot to say about the reasons why. We all knew it was EA trying to push things around and change things. We all knew it would be Anthem was meant to be completely different. That's
0: not new information. That's so I don't really have much. Um, there's another, There's a tweet here from Casey Hudson, who obviously got brought up in the um, thing, who says, Hey, Bioware, I wanted to get a note out to you to share my thoughts on the Kotarko article and the online discussion it has raised. The article mentions many of the problems in the development of Anthem and some of our previous projects, and it draws a link between those issues and the quality of our workplace and the well-being of our staff. These problems are real, and it's our top priority to continue working to solve them. And I think my guess is... Spawns from an unhappy work environment, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, what's your work? Are you, are you happy? Are you, have you been in an unhappy work environment? I mean, I hated jobs. No, I've been like a work environment where you go to work every day and the people don't want to be there and the management's a mess and it's just a negative place to be. Yes, my current job. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. No one wants to be there. No one knows what they're doing. But in terms of management stuff, they're fucking useless. <laughs>
0: And it get, but I it, it gets you to a point where like, you rant and you rave about it. I guess from time to time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it sounds to me as well like a big element of this article was spawned from a lot of these people working there are in a ha- unhappy work environment have had an opportunity to rant and rave about their unhappy work environment. Indeed. And uh, want to try and get it changed, but it's not going to happen. And that's not how you change it.
1: No. No, not at all. We've had situations, I've been in situations before where you get members of staff who just kick off and Mm -hmm. try and do things the backwards way and it just doesn't work. Even when management does it the backwards way, you just think, well no, now you've just pissed off your staff who aren't going to do what you ask them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's stupid, it's stupid. Even if you have a relevant point, if you go about it the wrong way, no one's going to take any notice. So, and breaking, technically all of these people broke the law. Yeah. So, Which would be why they were grinded. An-
0: an- a- Anonymity.
1: Anonymity. Yeah. yeah, it would have been, yeah, obviously. Because you don't drop people in the shit, not even journalists are that dickheady. Yeah. But, um. It's not the way you go about it. So nothing's going to come of this article. Nothing will change.
0: No, of course not. And I imagine it will make things worse for them for a while. Because there's just going to be more rifts in, in that office now.
1: Who did why? talk,
0: who didn't talk. Honestly, though, you know game development...
1: Everyone knows game development is... Well, other than the fucking trolls on the internet who seem to think, why didn't you do this? I think... Because yeah, that would take years. People but that have know. their
0: heads screwed on know that game development is hard and it is not a glamorous job. Yes. and So why
1: would you work for a company you already know is shit?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: EA, for example. Um, do better. Yes. Like... Everyone knows every single game that EA release releases is filled with problems absolutely ridiculed with them and it's absurd what just I know it's a job but if you want to be a game there's always jobs in game development mm-hmm. like if you're if you're a talented enough game developer even if they are not hiring they will take you yeah like go for a company you know is a good company and you know is good at making games unlike EA. A good game seems to be an after- afterthought for EA. Like it yep. doesn't matter. Battlefield's fucked. Anthem's fucked. They've just fucked Apex. Yep. yep. <laughs> the one good thing they had done in years. FIFA like sports games are not to the same degree, but fucked in smaller ways. Yep. And it's just how.
0: The franchises they own, they've fucked.
1: Yep. They keep ca- Battlefront. Fucking Battlefront, both of them. And then they cancelled all the Star Wars games everyone actually wanted to play because they don't know how to manage it. They don't know how to do it properly. And you just... They come out on stage at press conferences all Billy Big Bollocks about, look how good we are. And they must know that everyone in the audience is going, shut up.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, look at this game. That's going to be shit. Yeah. I said... When Anthem was revealed, I guarantee you that game will be nothing like they have just made out.
1: Well, yeah, like Ubisoft dealt with this as well when they announced Watch Dogs. Yeah. That was a completely different game when they brought it out. But they, they fixed learned, it. And watch, they, they they, fixed Ubisoft it. seemed
0: to have learned from that.
1: Watch Dogs 2. And if you go on the rumours, like, I liked, I really liked Watch Dogs 2. I didn't really have much of a problem with it. Like, this is my Marcus doesn't kill people. I think his name was Marcus. I don't know. Doesn't kill people so it seems weird when you're gunning down like the story it doesn't okay okay, but it's a game yeah that's got combat in it use the fucking stun gun then like I don't give a shit just why is this a complaint but I really like Watch Dogs 2 but they seem to
0: have addressed that I had no objective uh, issue with Watch Dogs 2 I found it hard to get into because it just didn't grab me but objectively I have no problem with Watch Dogs 2 I think it was a good game but
1: yep so anyway uh (sighs) Watch Dogs, they seem to have fixed it with it if you go by the rumours of Watch Dogs 3 mm-hmm. that is more focused on hacking and doing it non-violently and stuff like that not sure how I feel about that we'll find out but the people didn't like Assassin's Creed they adjusted to Assassin's Creed and stuff like that they're making great games and we've said multiple times they are the best third party st- uh, publisher on the yeah. market and probably the second best publisher on the market full stop mm-hmm. behind Sony Oh no! You, to be fair, you'd probably throw Nintendo above Ubisoft, to be perfectly honest. Yeah,
0: yeah Nintendo doing a great job. Yeah. Different market in a way, but their games have job.
1: never been bad.
0: No.
1: Some people don't like certain styles, but then that game just isn't for you. Like yeah. all their games have been incredibly well made. So yeah, probably that would say they're third overall. But what are EA doing? They are learning nothing. Doing nothing about their things. They release a shit game and then try and fix it way too late. That is their learning process. And you just think, stop learning on a game by game basis and just fucking learn. Like, it's bordering on the point of it's unacceptable. Yeah. Definitely. And then people keep falling for it, which pisses me off. It's like, I will admit, I bought Anthem. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. We ordered. but. And people keep buying things like. It's basically. EA is still around and being as cocky as they are because of FIFA.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: that's literally it. People buy FIFA. Yeah, and then it's spend not... loads of money on packs. Yes, exactly. Because, as I'm saying, like, sports games are broken-ish, but not really. They work. Yeah, they're everything they want. They're meant to do. They do. They just do a couple of things they're not supposed to do as yeah. well. But so mild that most people will never even come across it. So. But that's because it's not hard to program a FIFA game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it is. But I mean, on the for comparatively the, yeah, to and, other and things,
0: for, for the basics of the game to function,
1: yes, there's yes. not much I mean, going on. I mean, yeah, there's not. Obviously, it's still hard. But...
0: Yeah, and, and where games like FIFA fall into problems is the more advanced bits of the AI, where it's like. The referees mistake fouls and offsides and misread them or not. And that is arguably a harder thing to get right. Yes, but. yes, yes, 100%. But also that happens in real life.
1: Yes. So maybe it's done on purpose. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. referees are idiots. Yep. Uh, I don't give a shit about football, even I know they're idiots. That's why they're a referee. No offence, referees. I'm kidding. I would have no, I- no idea how to be a referee. I, I don't think they're idiots at all. Because fuck knows what's going on. Oh, you're kicking around, thing. Congratulations. Here's $250 million you overpaid, cunt. Anyway, I don't like professional footballers. The rules Um, of football are quite easy. Being a referee isn't the hardest thing in the world. Yeah, but I still don't know. Don't kick
0: him, kick the ball. That's the first rule.
1: Well, yes, this is offside. I don't know. Don't explain it. I don't give a shit. Um. It's like it went in. That's not a goal. By death of fucking mission that is a goal. <laughs> it went in. Was that like we're not counting it? Why? Because <laughs> it's Tuesday. Fuck off.
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry, it just, the rules are stupid. Um, should be eleven people kickball in there.
0: One day that was, uh, that was the rules at one point. Yeah, I know. And then that's people football, came along. There, that's, when, ah!
1: that's when life was great. Um, but yeah, as you can see. I don't like sports, I like pizza, but irrelevant, moving on, Uh, (laughs) I had a weird pizza fantasy then. Yeah, but obviously of FIFA, it does well, it's a well put together game, people like it, people who want to play FIFA, play FIFA, Go, go nuts, if that's your game, that's your game, they're going to buy it, every fucking year, despite the fact FIFA 04 is the same game as FIFA 19, but fuck it. I know that's not strictly speaking true. The graphics have improved. Ultimate Team has been added to take your money. Yes. And all that nonsense.
0: No, no, but you... As someone who does enjoy FIFA, hasn't played it for a while, to be fair, but did used to play FIFA a lot as well at one point and did buy a few back-to-back, um, they are basically the same game. <laughs> then There are changes and there are improvements, and a lot of time there are also things which are... Not improvements, which also irritates... Why? Why Why take features away? Don't take features away. Like- also, also...
1: Someone put FIFA into an, another thing. It's too green. Too green. When you put that thing in... If you've got HDR set up, and you put FIFA in, you're just like, fucking Christ, the green! <laughs> it hurts, my brain! <laughs> but... Yeah, it looks rancid. It's the yeah, only it's, game in history that looks
0: absolutely rancid
1: in yeah. 4K HDR because you just... I've got to turn this off Yeah, it's because it's, of it's, al- brain.
0: it's also... um. Yeah, it isn't the most realistic looking game. I mean, the graphics are pretty impressive. Yeah, they're okay. I wouldn't class them as overly realistic.
1: But they're pretty high up there. It's also harder because they're making real people.
0: Mm, other EA-, 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 EA games have done real people better. But they're not having to procedurally render them, I guess, so.
1: And also, like what?
0: Most other EA games. None of those people are real. Oh, no, that's not what I mean. So, my complaint with EA's visuals on the people... Is primarily their like animations. They all look like lifeless people running around. There's no life to the. That's because you and control stuff. them.
1: It's hard, No, like, but it's
0: like there's nothing in their face to make them look alive or anything like that. They don't. That's footballers. They, they don't blink. That's footballers. Have you ever seen an interview? They're fucking robots.
1: Is <laughs> I think footballers are made like you know. If you're going to grow up to be a professional footballer, because you get drop kicked out of the womb.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh, and yeah, that's yeah. how you're
1: born. That's how you're d- created. Like, oh my yes. it's just I know there must be, there must, there has to be, like people who become professional. Fo- I'm not counting people who just enjoy playing football. Different thing entirely. Professional, high-end footballers. Whenever you into them, interview them, they're fucking thicker than Donald Trump's earlobe. <laughs> like. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, we kicked a ball. At the end of the day, and I had uh, I I pissed myself.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gary, Gary Lineker actually shit himself in a football game. Just do you know? In case you didn't know that. What? Tw- I know all he does is eat crisps. Yep. I mean,
1: it's not all he does. But... And it's weird. They seem to gain the ability to speak once they put on a suit and yep. retire. Yep. It's it's like they go
0: like, Then they all become T V
1: hosts. What? Their intelligence gets removed while they play football. It's like you get this back at the
0: end of your career <laughs> And then they come and they actually know what they're talking about. And it's weird. Yeah, the weird thing like is watching like T V football pundits, no always ex footballers and they'll just be analyzing the game in all this detail and like hey, if he had taken this run here and done You didn't use fucking do that when you play football, you can't.
1: Yeah. It's all done. I'm done with talking about football to be honest. This is more than I've spoken about football in the last 17 years and it's too much because I hate the stuff. But I love getting you right off I, I hate sports. It makes me happy. I hate so many sports. It's it makes like, me happy. My it's mindset. mainly because I, I have many things but also it's always hardcore sport watchers. Mm-hmm. Not all of them obviously but they're just like why do you just watch video games? Why do you not just play it? yes and then you were I hate with, that argument why don't you just watch football why don't you go play it? oh yes because you're an obese alcoholic fuck mm-hmm. get back to the pub and shut your mouth
0: I wouldn't, it's exactly I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind a drink in hindsight a Jack and Coke sounds well good yeah I could do with a drink I could do with a drink
1: Does might have good. one don't know where from
0: I was going to say have you got one
1: no we could go
0: get one um I've got rum no, don't be daft. What's wrong with rum? <laughs> it's dark rum. Spiced Captain Morgan's. It's
1: good. Many things. Um. But yeah, I don't like it. I don't... And it's... it's Why? I can, I can make this... Why do you watch sport? I can make the same argument for watching video games as well. I don't do it that much. I, it's a bit boring, isn't it? And another thing. This applies to every sport. It's like, oh, we played shit I'm sorry, you didn't do anything. They played shit. Or they played great. You did fuck all. If fucking Team Cloud9 or whatever the Overwatch teams are called these days, London Spitfires, if they do well, I'd go, oh yeah, we won. I didn't do anything! I was at home Probably eating pizza. Like it drives me up the wall. But that's the thing that everyone does. Is that oh yeah, my team? Mm -hmm. Do you own them, do you? Are you a multi-millionaire working in fucking sports director, (laughs) are you? God! So everything about the fucking world of sports just annoys me so much. And the fact that it's so successful, it's like... I know I'm wrong. That's the annoying thing. I am wrong. Like Clearly, none of my opinions are valid because it fucking works. Look at how much money it makes. And yes, it pays to be thick apparently
0: maybe that's where we're lap blep blep nope it's not where we're going and wrong also, <laughs> Exhibit <A>. it's windy <sighs> one day and your quiff is blown over oh
1: <laughs> fuck off i'll give you something to actually cry about by dropping an anvil on your fucking face how about that <laughs> fuck you it annoys me and they get po- they got paid 500 fucking million for that to fall over it's this worse than wrestling It's pre- worse than wrestling in the fakeness Wrestling has now come out and admitted it's fake So therefore I have a lot more respect for it Because they're just like, it's a show Great, you are going to go and watch a show Fantastic, don't think of it as a sport, it's a show Wrestling, there you go s- Think of football as a show s- s- Wrestling is not faked, it's choreographed Well the outcome is therefore
0: fake It's yes. scripted Yes, the script, the outcome is fake They, they throw each other around though yeah, I'm not saying the moves are fake. <laughs> and it hurts. But you could say... Have you ever stood... Uh, genuinely, have you ever... Swan Lake is fake, but they have actually you, have dance. You, I, I I don't mean this in a silly way. Genuinely, have you ever stood in an actual wrestling ring? No. Why they, would that have happened? They are solid. They yeah, are I know. really fucking solid. You can solid. hear that when they land. Yeah. I'm not denying that they actually they are, do these so moves. Obviously I've, I've built a WWE ring. I worked on a WWE show and I've built one. I know. And they're like a metal frame. And then over the metal frame are just planks of wood. And then there's a piece With a bit of, of give. foam, yeah, which don't even get. They just bounce on the metal frame, yeah, and the, which is where you get the noise from. And then a bit of foam, which is about that thick. I'm not even kidding. Which is firm, and then a canvas mat on top of that. That is it. There is no padding. It fucking is solid. Yeah. And then the wood bounces. And then they put microphones under the ring to yeah. make the sound of the slam louder. Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense.
1: But I, I like, I liked it when people, like, some people used to believe that, that like, it was real. The whole thing was real and not choreographed yeah. because um why would they then take the time to grab a microphone to yeah. have a chat yeah
0: wrestling has always been fake and scripted
1: yeah and I'm um, no judgment for that it's a show it's a show you go and watch a show it's a stunt show yeah
0: yeah exactly
1: and people do sometimes get hurt but also no one punches like this <laughs> hits their chest and slams down to make a noise. <laughs> no one does that.
0: Yeah. That is very They correct. also
1: don't wind up as much. You just nope. purr, Obviously not like that. You're not You're not going to achieve anything. But, yes. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah. No one. Put... But anyway. I like wrestling. I like wrestling. It's quite entertaining. I guess you really enjoy wrestling. Yeah, it's quite entertaining. And when, when I did work on the NXT show and we watched some of the shows I was like oh, I forgot how much you used to enjoy wrestling. They went into a phase I like fighting in general. But... Like sports wise. Yes. I don't...
1: I... Have you seen me? I don't go down to the local riffraff par and go... <laughs> slap someone with a glove. Like meet me here at dawn. I wouldn't get up for dawn. After some 50 cuffs. 50? 50? After some 50 cuffs, good sir. No, I'd be killed. <laughs> Especially if you did that round here. Oh yeah, I'll get stabbed, or yeah. shot, or have acid porn on my yes. face. That's a thing. Any
0: one of those things are equally viable at the moment. Yeah, know, it's
1: fucking... Uh, Crawley. Yeah. It's basically South East England's arsehole. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true.
0: That's London. Everywhere. Indeed. Anyway, Jack, do you have any more video games things to discuss today? Uh, Sports Excellent. <laughs> this is Press Start, your weekly video game podcast right here on Rabbit Hole Media. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at rabbit Hole underscore UK. You can subscribe to us on YouTube where you can see us anytime that you wish. You can follow us on Twitch at rabbit Hole media and you can subscribe and follow us on multiple different podcast services on and around the internet. Indeed. And if you like what we do and you want to support us, you can head to streamlabs.com forward slash rabbit hole media forward slash hashtag forward slash merch where you can pick up a wide variety of t shirts, mugs, phone cases, and other such things, all of which help support us at the channel, investing in better equipment and better things to make things better. Like 4K cameras. Jack, do you have anything for hard mode or impotent mode?
1: No, absolutely not. All Neither I do say I. Is the last two. Two episodes of just... I've gone in a weird rant. That's fine. I like it. I never made my point. Your point, I don't
0: think, needed to be made.
1: Um, no, I don't mean about the sports. I mean, the thing I was talking about to, that led was me down. It? I was talking about FIFA. Oh, yeah. The fact that people keep buying FIFA is why they get co- EA get cocky enough. And think, oh, we made all this money last year. Therefore, we're I, doing
0: everything right. I'll be honest. I thought you begun with that point. No, no, no! I was trying to get oh. there. Well, I I understood the point was being made before, so clearly your rant was sufficient. Mm.
1: Mm. Well, last week it was about how my eyes were grey.
0: I remember. I remember. Mm. Do you know what's really weird? Yeah, you know how we start. We just came to. We just got here. We just started. We mm-hmm. didn't do any faffing. Didn't make any drip tea or whatever. Yes. Decided it was a mistake because I've wanted a cup of tea for about an hour and seventeen minutes. I'm not that bothered. I'm quite warm, and
1: I don't like drinking warm things in warm. So there will be like a six-month period where I don't have a cup of tea. That's fair. At that
0: point, I'll have, uh, I'll make sure there's some cold beverages available. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm. Until next time, we shall see you then.
1: My. boy. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a bye. laughs>